Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. I hear y'all. I just needed to listen to a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, don't give up the fight. Wow. My God. My God, my God. Don't give up the fight. That's good. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My God, hold on, keep holding on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, or better known as LMJ. That was Kevin Daniel Davidson and Voices with Fight On. Kevin Davidson and Voices with Fight On. Man, uh, sometimes you just need to hear that that word that encourages you to fight on, to keep moving, to press ahead, to not give up, especially when life seems to present something to you that you weren't prepared for, um, that you weren't expecting, that you weren't looking for. And so I just want to encourage you this morning, keep moving forward. Keep pressing on. Don't give up. Do not give in. Uh, I promise there's a victory. I think you need to remember or tell yourself or coach yourself through um, and remind yourself how powerful, how all-seeing, how all-knowing, how great our God is. And whenever we put ourselves in the position to remind ourselves how great he is and what he did for us the last time we were in this circumstance or situation and how he bailed us out before and how faithful he was. And, and when we just put ourselves in a position to be grateful, then what I found is it just kind of casts off the funk it gets rid of that which I was holding on to because he will never leave me or forsake me. That's what I remind myself all the time, Lakeisha. He will never leave me or forsake me. And sometimes you just got to say that to yourself. Sometimes you just got to put yourself in the position and remind yourself, especially when the enemy is pressing in and trying to tell you anything else. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. It's your girl, LMJ. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live. But more than anything, we are Joy Net 
live. If you don't have the JoyNet app, I want you to do me a favor. Go get the JoyNet app now. Get it downloaded on your phone. You can still hear LMJ. I'm telling you, you need the JoyNet app. Get connected to JoyNet Radio. Even if you just want inspiration and encouragement throughout the day, then JoyNet Radio is for you. Man, you can leave it on while other things, while you're on your phone. I've been talking. I've been on Facebook. I've been working and just having JoyNet playing and it just encourages. You can also connect via the website, joynetradio.com. Whatever you do, get connected. There is something special going on at Joynet. There is something remarkable going on at Joynet. We are seeing the hand of God move at Joynet. So if you just need something, go ahead, search, put it in your Google Play, put it in your iPhone. It's on iOS. Put Joynet in there. The app will come up and download and put it on your phone. Um, there's just something real. I just want to give one announcement today before we pray. Today, Real Talk with LMJ will be on at 12 noon Central Standard Time. I'm interviewing Barry Brewer. Man, I don't want you to miss this. He has a new comedy show coming out on iTunes. Part of the proceeds are going to Chicago schools. Barry has a goal to raise $1 million for Chicago schools. He has the right, the, the goal, $1 million. He's trying to take impact back to the place in which he came from. And so I want you to get on. I want you to go to iTunes. I want you to pre-order his show. He's got good, clean comedy and he is funny as heck. And God just gave me the opportunity to be able to interview him today. So I'm super, super excited about that. Well, let's get ready to pray. Um, you guys know I love to talk to God before I come on the show. And uh, one of the things um, that the Lord um, gave me this morning to pray for was to pray for those of you that are in a financial crisis or a financial struggle. Um, <laughs> I love God because I know when he gives me a word, it's for somebody and it's for a due season. It's for right now. So those of you that are been in a financial struggle or a financial crisis, we're getting ready to pray. We're getting ready to align our faith. We're getting ready to get be in agreement because I'm telling you, trouble don't last always. And it's not going to be like this always. And you can't serve a God who loves you, um, who adores you and who cares for you. He said he'll load us with daily benefits. He said, I'll give you your daily bread. And those are the things that I want to remind you this morning. So even if your money been a little funny, even if your money been a little funny, we're going to align our faith. We're going to come in a corporate agreement together for finances. I'm just believing God for a supernatural that you see him. God is a supernatural God. I don't, we keep trying to tie him into things of this world. He is a supernatural guy. He can cancel your debts supernaturally. He can supernaturally supply for you. He can uh, put a fish in a coin's mouth. He can have somebody chase you down with a check. You are not limited to your salary. You are not limited to how this world supplies for you. You're not limited to this. That's what the world has been trying to tell you, but you are not limited to what you see before you're not limited to your bank account. You're not limited to your PayPal. You're not limited to your cash app. You serve a God that will liberally, abundantly supply. A woman gave a testimony in Bible study last night. She said for 17 years, 
She has seven kids. She said, for 17 years, I did not have a regular job and I cannot give credit to anything else. Man, you better shout right there. She said, for 17 years, God took care of me and supplied me. He still takes care of me and supplies me. So I am praying and believing God today that you know him as Jehovah Jireh. My God, come on, Holy Ghost, that you know him as Jehovah Jireh. God is bigger than your salary. God is bigger than your investments. God is bigger than this stock stock market. God is bigger than a federal shutdown. God is bigger than anything and everything that you could ever imagine. God, he is the one who supplies. That's why when Jehovah Jireh, when um, Abraham said, I will name this place of Jehovah Jireh because he understood there was a ram, there was a ram in a bush. So I'm declaring today that there is a ram in a bush for you. There is an outcome bigger and better than what you're seeing now and that he is going to liberally supply for you every need according to his riches and glory, not according to your riches and glory, not according to your paycheck, not according to what you've been count counting on coming in, but that the Lord is going to do something supernatural for you because you typed in. And can I tell you something? You cannot be a tither. You cannot be a sower and it not be returned to you. It doesn't line up with kingdom. So if the devil and people have been telling you, don't pay your tithes to your church, you better tie to your church. If you ain't got no church, you better tie them to a minister. If the enemy has been telling you, you don't have enough to tithe, you better tithe than you sow. Because there is something about being in covenant with God. Don't withhold from God. A lot of times we'll think we're withholding from our pastor because we don't like how our pastor or what our pastor drive. No, you're withholding with from God. This The tithe goes beyond. People are like, oh, it's Old Testament. That's the law. The tithe, Abraham was tithing. The tithing goes before. And then the miracle and the beauty of that is you're only giving God 10%. Come on now. And you get to manage the 90 You get to manage the 90 He's giving you 90 So this morning, we're going to stand in agreement in faith for your finances to explode, for you to understand and see God as a supernatural supply, that you tap into the supernatural, that you trust what the word says, that you don't entrust what your employer says, that you don't trust what your investment says, that you dedicate your money. If you've been selfish with your money, if you've been withholding the tithe and you're giving, that you dedicate your money to God this morning. You repent, you reset, you renew your faith and you trust God because this government shutdown is evidence of what man will do and not even care about you. This government that you got to believe in something bigger than this world. This government shutdown is evidence of what man will do and not care anything about you. So let's stand and join our faith. And if you can't believe, then just be quiet. <laughs> if you can't believe for God to supernaturally supply you, just be quiet. Just don't say nothing because you don't write, you don't want your mouth to write a check that you can't afford to cash. So just don't, just don't say nothing. And if you've been speaking negative against your finances, negative against your employers, if you've been uh, focused on your debt, just go on and repent. Lord, first of all, forgive us, forgive us 
for forgetting that you supply for us, that you meet every need. Father God, just forgive us right now, Lord God. We ask, we repent for not looking at you for being total supply in our lives, Lord God. For we know you are the one that does the exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask. So Father, we just come to you first of all with thanksgiving and with praise. We thank you for loading us with daily benefits. We thank you for providing for us. We thank you, Father God, for food and clothing and shelter, Lord God, and keeping us in our right mind and waking us up this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for who you are and for Jesus who was bruised for our iniquities and chastised for our peace, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for every stripe that he took on our behalf. And we thank you, Lord God, for the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives, Father God. Now, Father God, we stand in faith and agreement, Lord God. We cancel the assignment of the enemy off our life and off our finances. You are not a God of lack. You are a God of more than enough. And we thank you, Lord God, for more than enough showing up, up in our life right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that money coming to us from the north, from the south, from the east and the west, from all unknown sources, Lord God. And we just dedicate ourselves this morning, renew our faith, Lord God, and say, we trust you, Lord God. We thank you for loading us with daily benefits, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for, for supplying us on high, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you said you would give seed to the sower, Lord God. We thank you for giving us seed, Lord God. We said, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, that you said you would never see your righteous forsaken or seed begging for bread, Lord God, that we don't have to beg you for anything, Lord God, that we are in principle, that we are covenant, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are tithers, Lord God. And for those of us that are tithers, that you said you would rebuke the devourer for our sake. So we thank you, Father God, that the devourer is rebuked for our sake, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, you said give and it shall be given unto us. Press down, shaken together, runneth over, shall men give unto our lap. So we thank you, Lord God, for those that have been sowing, Lord God, that you are giving unto our lap, pressed down, shaken together, and runneth over. Our bank accounts running over, Lord God. Our PayPal's running over. Our cash apps running over, Lord God. We thank you that you liberally supply every need. We cancel the spirit of debt off our life poverty off our life, Lord God, lack off our life, Lord God, that does not align with, with your word. We cancel the assignment of the enemy of our life. And we thank you, Father God, that everything we put our hands to shall prosper, shall multiply and shall increase, Lord God. And we dedicate ourselves to you, Lord God. And we just say, we trust you. We will withhold nothing from you, Lord God. We will expect everything. Lord, we thank you for supernaturally supplying supernaturally supplying and meeting every need, all bills paid off, all debts demolished, all royalties received, Lord God. This is our time of overflow. And we expect nothing out of heaven, nothing less out of heaven than overflow. Angels, we thank you for ministering and going and harvesting right now. Say we command you to loose our finances, cough it up, release it. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for doing the greater work. And Father God, even for those of us that have not been tithers, that have not been sown, we ask for your mercy. <laughs> we ask for your mercy and we ask for you, your grace. We ask for you to give us wisdom for our finances, Lord God. Give us wisdom, give us strategies, Father God. We thank you that the spirit of debt cancellation Bills paid off, debts demolished, Lord God. We thank you that's moving upon the people today. 
We thank you, Father God, for divinely aligning us. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Just bless him. Just bless him. Just bless him. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for financially supplying us. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless your name. We praise you. We're not going to look at our lack. We're not going to look at our debt. We're not going to be consumed by we what we see. If you having issues and you got debt, don't ignore your creditors. That's how favor comes in. Don't ignore your creditors. Don't ignore them. Talk to them. Just tell them, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I don't know when it's coming. I don't know when it's ha going to happen. Don't ignore your creditors. Take all your debt, put them in a pile, pray over them. Ask God to give you the wisdom for your finances. He will. You are talking to a single mother <laughs> who is in full-time ministry, and he talks to me about my finances all the time. He will give you a strategy. He will give you a wisdom. Be a good steward and trust him. And when you don't see enough, you tell him, no, 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 daddy. You said you would take care of me. You said you would supply every need. So if there is lack, there is no lack in the kingdom. There ain't getting ready to be no lack in my household. You declare that daily and watch the manifestation of God work for you, through you, and on your behalf. God is the God who liberally supplies and takes care of you. I thank him for that. I thank him for a wisdom and a word, especially for us. I thank him for his glory and what he did. All right, so let's get into the devotional today. My God, we've been talking about yesterday, we were talking about comparison and how comparison leads to jealousy. And we were talking about low self-esteem and this fight against low self-esteem. And I told you, part of this came from the scripture in Philippians 2, 3, and 5, when the Lord tells us to esteem others for better than ourselves. And the reason that we can't operate in this or esteem others better than ourselves or walk into the fullness of what God called or asked us to be is because we probably got some issues with low self-esteem. The scripture says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. And when I started studying the scripture, because we've been in Philippians, the Lord said to me, he said, the reason that you guys can't, I said, Lord, why is it we have difficulty with this part of the scripture? esteeming, putting others, not trying to impress people. Where did this come from? And he said, that's because you guys have been battling and struggling with low self-esteem. You've been battling and struggling with low self-esteem. So we dealt with comparison. We talked about false measurements. And I told you something very significant yesterday. I said, comparison, comparison, leads to something. And what comparison leads to is this ugly thing called jealousy. Comparison leads to this other thing, ugly thing called jealousy. Because what comparison will do is it results in resentment. And you begin to resent others and you begin to resent yourself and you, you begin to forget who God caused you to be. So comparison will begin to deprive you of your joy. Comparison don't add any value to you, any meaning or fulfillment to your life. The only thing comparison does is it distracts you. So this morning we're going to talk about jealousy and we'll probably care, cover je jealousy tomorrow as well. So what is jealousy? Jealousy is a, is hostile toward a rival or one that you believe has an advantage over you. It's being envious. 
It's being envious. It's being real intolerant. It's not being real faithful. It's being real suspect. So when you're jealous, it's, it's guarding a possession or someone as if it belongs to you. Jealousy is a real complex emotion and it has feelings that range from abandonment to rage to humiliation. Jealousy impacts both men and women. Um, and it is usually aroused when someone believes that there's a threat in the relationship or a threat to another person. Most likely the threat is imagined. And so when we're in a position in which we're caring or comparing ourselves to someone, then this is so easy for the spirit of jealousy to creep in. It's so easy for this spirit of jealousy to, to creep in. So what are, what are some of the symptoms or things that look like je jealousy? Covet, covetedness, beginning to covet it, covet something. When you begin to covet something, it's not you, it's different than you admire something and you see something. One of my friends and I were talking about coveting the other day. And he said, it's different when you see somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, his wife is beautiful. Oh, I'd like to have a wife like that. Okay, okay, coveting. That, that coveting is, I want his wife. Um, coveting is you want my stuff. Coveting is you want my position. See, jealousy will have you jockeying for positions that don't even belong to you that don't even belong to you. And so when you start comparing yourself to someone else, what you're saying is, I'm not even satisfied with what God has given me. And so then it begins to lead you to be jealous of someone else. And then you'll start coveting what belongs to them. Can I tell you something? If God uniquely created you and designed you the way that he designed you, then baby, your gift will make room for you. There is enough for you on this earth. It's enough for us all to eat. It's enough for us all to, to, to be great. It's enough for us to be able to be all without us um, throwing shade on somebody else, without us talking about somebody else, without us being jealous. It's enough. You got to hear what I'm saying. If God uniquely designed each and every one of you, if he populated this earth at this population of people, then it's enough out here for everybody. It's enough out here. My shine don't impact your shine. My gift don't impact your gift. If God gave you the gift that he gave you, my gift don't impact your gift. My call on my life don't impact the call on you. It don't impact you. And so this thing, this jealousy, this green eyed monster, uh, one of the words that I looked up is, was invidious. It's an adjective. And what invidious means is jealousy causes you to be discontent or to have animosity or to have envy between the person or the people around you that comes from comparing that comes from comparing that comes from resentment you get jealous when you resent anytime you got to speak on somebody else in their situation and talk about them or eat them up or or dis dissect their life then there's probably a spirit of jealousy that's living inside of you there's probably a spirit of jealousy that's riding in you. Anytime you got to pick a person's life apart, you got to try to figure out what's wrong with them. Baby, that's not your job. There's probably a spirit of jealousy in you. There's enough out here for all of us to eat. There's enough for us to be protect and productive. My gift ain't got nothing to do with your gift. The call on my life ain't got nothing to do with your call on my life. You've been preached. I've been called to preach too. You've been called to business. I've been called to business too. My business ain't got nothing to do with your business. I have an acronym, M-Y-O-B, mind your own business. Stay in your own lane. 
Stop comparing yourself. If you'll stop comparing yourself, then you ain't got to resent your life. See, comparison will have you where you don't think your life is that great. Comparison will have you where you don't think your life is that great. And then once a jealous, jealous spirit, that little green-eyed diamond, and I, t- I titled today's devotional, Are You Jelly? Are you jelly? If you got to speak on somebody else, if you got to talk about somebody else, if you got if you got time to spend downplaying someone's gift, if you got t- you got time to um, have your mouth on somebody else because you see them excelling and doing well, then you probably a little bit jealous. If you got to start a conversation where I think she thinks she all that, or she thinks she cute, or they think they doing something. No, you think that. And that's a spirit of jealousy in you. See, jealousy will seep in so slick like starting you with comparing, then you'll begin resenting, then you'll be jealous, then you become covetous, then you become envious of someone or something, and you won't even realize you got it going on until somebody is doing something that you wanted to do. Somebody is doing something that you wanted to do. You wanted to do it and you didn't have the wherewithal. You didn't have the gumption. You didn't jump on it. And then someone else starts doing what you want to do. Someone's having a healthy marriage. Someone's sold out to Christ. Someone's living their own or living their best life or doing something you want to do. And because you didn't have the wherewithal or you didn't have the faith or you didn't have the belief or you didn't stretch yourself or you didn't go to school, then you start comparing yourself. Then you start, look, I could have did that. Well, then do it. Or why don't you do it? And then after that sits in, resentment comes in. You start complaining about your life. You start resenting everything around you. You start resenting your husband. Instead of you getting in position and praying for your husband, you start talking about all the things he don't have because Ron Ron next door. Right around next door, he cuts the grass this way, or he just bought her a ring, or he just did it. Then you start putting in demand and pressure on situations, right? Jealousy will have you broke. Jealousy will have you in debt. Jealousy will have you keeping up with the Joneses and you don't even realize it. Jealousy will have you so puffed up about yourself that you'll be out in a constant state trying to prove yourself to someone else, trying to prove yourself to someone else. And you can't even afford to, or that ain't even what God called you to do. Trying to stay relevant, (laughs) trying to stay relevant when you need to be focused on God's centered and purpose. When you got to start, when when people start saying, I'm a little jealous of you, I'm like, oh, watch your words. Or I'm a little jealous of that relationship. You might have somebody you close to, and because somebody else don't have nobody they close to, they picking apart your relationship. Well, they can't be all that. They can't be that type of bestie. They can't be that kind of friend. You know, they probably got this guy on. Those are spirit of jealousy. Anytime you got to put your mouth on somebody, there is a spirit of jealousy that is existing in you that you didn't even realize. Why? Because you got too much time and energy dissecting and picking that person's life apart. Instead of you asking the Lord, show me me. Let my business become best. Let my purpose become greater. Let me let you get the glory out of every area of my life. Jealousy brings discontentment, animosity, and envy We got families and churches. Let me tell you something. We got churches and this Christian community 
so full of jealousy, so full of hate. We can't even save folks because we worried about what somebody else got going on somewhere else. We can't be successful in our businesses because we got work. We worry if somebody looks like they rising to the top, we hating on them. I'm going to tell you something. A sign of jealousy is if you can't congratulate a person, if you know somebody got something, and I'm talking about sincerely, if you can't share, if you can't share, I ain't sharing, I ain't sharing, um, I ain't sharing what they got going on. I'm not going to invite nobody to their business. Um, I'm not sharing my trade secrets with them. I remember one time I asked somebody what perfume they had on. They was like, I'm not telling you what perfume I have on so you can go get it. I said, how insecure are you? How insecure are you? How insecure? We are so wrapped in insecurities and jealousy and envious that we are missing the opportunity to serve God at his fullest. So you can't put nobody above yourself when you're jealous. You're going to be in a dog eat dog mentality when you're jealous. You're not going to congratulate me. You're going to look at me. Come on. You're going to look at me up and down. When somebody else, when a woman walks in the room and that chick bad, and that chick bad and she got it going on and her hair on point and her shoes and you got to find something wrong with her, then there's a spirit of jealousy in you. When you got to pick a while what somebody driving, where they live and what they do, there's a spirit of jealousy and enviness going on you. Because normal, healthy people who have good self-esteem and good securities, man, I ain't got time for it. When I, when I operated in low self-esteem and insecurities, I used to be like that. If somebody came in the room, I try to find out. If somebody was getting their shine on, I try to figure it out. Some of y'all ain't got married yet because you're so envious and jealousy of the person's relationship, somebody else's relationship. So what you haven't realized is that you're sowing and spewing seeds of hate and venom in your life. That stuff begets. You beget hate. You beget jealousy. You create little jealous, envious kids. So your kids become little haters at school, haters of, of other people. You bragging in the wrong places. So, you know, I always have to have a scripture, right? So if you've been battling with jealousy, go on and repent. I had to repent. I had to repent before going to repent. People around me, I'm going to be real. Y'all know I like being real. I, I was People around me were getting married. And I was like, man, what's going on with them? Why they get married? Aren't I a great chick? And the Lord started dealing with me. He was like, focus on me and get yourself together and get your butt off their business. So when I started dealing with myself, now when people are getting engaged and getting married, I'm like, high five. And I mean it sincerely. And it feels so good to be able to celebrate somebody else and to be able to experience their moment. So we just about out of time. Let me give you your scriptures. Second Timothy 1 and 7. For the spirit that God has given us does not make us timid. Instead, his spirit. I showed you guys that. Uh, and so when you're not walking in the fullness and, and jealousy and those things are coming over you, it's because your spirit too timid. You got to take over. You got to run jealousy over. First Corinthians 3, 3, you are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? That's bad. That's big. <laughs> you are still worldly. First Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. This devotional this week is your freedom. This devotional this week is your freedom. First Corinthians 13, 4. If you love me, you cannot be envious of me. You cannot be jealous of me. Love is patient, kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, and it is not proud. 
Ecclesiastes 4 and 4. And I saw that all toil and all achievements spring from one person's envy of another. I told you jealousy will have you working on something you ain't got no business working on. It'll have you doing stuff you ain't got no business. You'll be toiling. You'll be tapping into areas. You'll start new businesses and it ain't even no entrepreneur in you because you're jealous. It says this too is a meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Final scripture, James 4 and 11. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or a sister, listen to what I'm saying. Anyone who speaks against a brother or a sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting on it, sitting on it. Go on and repent, reset, and get yourself together this week. Go on and do it. Go on and do it. Just go on and be like, you know what? I'm going to get myself together this week. I'm not going to put myself in a position to act anything less than what Christ called me to be. Well, that's it for today. We are out of time. I love you. I love you so much. Now, you know what I'm getting ready to tell you. Go be loved today. I'll see you back here in the morning. We're dealing with low self-esteem. We're going to walk into the fullness of everything God called us to be. Go. Oh, thank you to my partners. Those of you that keep partnering with this ministry, thank you. God bless you. Multiplication and increase be upon you today. I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.